Fearless. Chase. Bold. Following. Courageous. Search. I'm Aaron. And I'm Marshall. And this is Undaunted Pursuit. All right, I can hear you. You can hear me. We're good to go. Right on. Got something in your eye there? Felt like an eyelash, but oh, <laughs> I need brighter, brighter lights in here. It's not very bright in here. Why does it need to be bright? The camera. <laughs> oh heck, it doesn't matter anyway. I I don't have uh, well, I have the blinds open tonight, so um, it makes it a little brighter in here. But yeah, yeah. So slow start. I, you know what I hate about this computer here is the fact that I have when I plug my headphones in, it just won't go to my headphones. You have to go through another step that it, this little uh, window pops up says, what, what are you using? Why are you plugging into this port? It's like I got to choose that I'm using headphones <laughs> and then I got to hit the OK and then it'll start working. It's like, why can't I just plug and play? I don't know. Nothing's easy anymore. I know it. Oh, so um, technology is supposed to be easy. Yeah. So I have, by the time this comes out next week, the family will be back. So this is probably our last uh, quiet episode without any interruptions for a little while because <laughs> uh, the family is coming back. So I'm excited about that. I but bet. then we'll probably have some. Wait, hang on. We'll probably have some interruptions. You're, you're, you're you're excited about your family coming back or about the quiet? Yeah, no, I'm excited about my family coming back because uh, it, it has been the quiet. Okay, the quiet has been nice, but you do end up getting to missing them. Right. Ashley asked me when I started missing her. I was like, "Well, I started missing you the day after you left." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's good though. Yeah, so I'm excited. And, uh, oh man, let me tell you. So I'm, I'm sure people listening get real tired of our weather reports, but this is how, it's just how crazy the weather is. Yesterday, summertime. Today, fall. It feels like fall, smells like fall, and uh, doesn't look like fall. It's bright, sunny. It's beautiful. It was beautiful today, but it um, it, it only got to like 66. <laughs> That's nice. That's really nice. Cause down here where I am, the high today was 89, which isn't too bad, but it, it felt a lot hotter than that. I'm sure the heat index was a lot worse, but tomorrow the high is 95. Ooh, and, man. Uh, there's a 45% chance here. But I tell you what, next Tuesday, 104. Come Holy on. Holy smokes. Yes, sir. Gonna be a little toasty. Yeah. Summer is showing its face. That uh, I was talking with Ashley today about that. It's uh, the uh, I don't think Idaho got the memo of El Nino. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> uh, it sounds like it sounds like Texas got it. Sounds like Texas is getting the El Nino, but uh, Idaho hasn't gotten the El Nino yet. Well, I wish Texas hadn't caught wind of that because, uh, <laughs> look, I, I like the heat to an extent, but when it's 104 degrees outside and you got to go outside and mow your lawn, nah, I'll have to pass nah. on that one. <laughs> Let her grow. Let her grow. Let it grow. But we, But, you know, it would be a lot easier if you used a mower instead of a pair of scissors like we've talked about before. Well, you know, if you want your yard to look good, you got to use, got to be precise and use those scissors, you know, I at least use big scissors. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, we didn't have a chance to, uh, now I, you know, I just want to warm. Oh, Hey, Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Undaunted Pursuit podcast. We're glad you, uh, are here with us. So I forgot to introduce the show. And, um, so here you go. <laughs> Glad to have y'all back. Or if you're from Missouri, it's glad to have you in back, whoever that is. Uh, <laughs> we're glad to have y'all back. <laughs> yeah. 
but uh, so anyway, uh, what I was going to go into talking about was uh, we talk. We we've said this before on here. We talk a lot. It's not just we get on here every week and talk with each other. We talk throughout the week as well. <laughs> we do normally a Monday debriefing, and then uh, sometime throughout the week, I'll have something that I need to say to you. But so we talked this afternoon, and I forgot to ask you what what came about all those storms that you had to get deployed on. Yeah, so that was kind of a waste of everybody's time who went. <laughs> so uh, I'm thankful for it. Don't get me wrong, because I, I'm going to make some money. However, um, mm. we literally went all the way to the Arlington area, which is about two hours from us, uh, worked one ticket, and then got home at midnight that night. So yeah, it was... <laughs> In, in reality, it was it was a waste of time. Some of the people that went didn't do anything. They just drove around all day or waited. Um, so I, I think the people who were running that show um, jumped the gun, maybe, because the outages that we have were only like 5,000 at the time, which is minimal, very, very minimal. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it was really a, a, a pointless for us to be there. Uh, but at the same time, I, I enjoy doing it. I enjoy traveling i enjoy going out of town i enjoy making extra money uh so uh, that's that's pretty much what happened i mean they, they, they had some bad weather there they had like a lot of hail there was like uh golf ball size hail in some areas in the metroplex um so it got pretty bad uh, i even saw pictures uh, of somebody holding hail and this piece of hail it's probably the size of a baseball but it, it looked like uh like 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 a oh my gosh broke a piece of crystal and had like all these little uh, pokey, you know, uh, spots all over it. So, huh? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Well, that's weird. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one thing. That's one thing living in Idaho that we, we get, we do get a lot. We don't get like the big hill that you guys get, but um, we get, we, we get a considerable amount of small hail, like pea sized hail, um, yeah. quite often. And it's probably because of the mountains around here and everything like that. It really screws up the weather pattern. And so it, it could be like really cold way up top. And just that's what causes it. I assume that's what causes it. I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist or by any means, but. You know, I've heard that what causes like that, that hail, that hail that I was explaining, looked like a piece of crystal. I hear what causes that is, um, uh, you're going to be shocked by this, but uh, it's the government. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's the government's fault for everything. It, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just blame the government for everything. I knew a person one time that thought that it, it, they were com- thoroughly convinced that the sun could be shut on and off like a light switch. Like, oh, the government <laughs> turned the sun off. <laughs> oh, heck. I, I I knew a guy once. There are that, some wacky um, theories. Yeah, I knew a guy once, and I, I wouldn't doubt this. You know, we all know that the government can listen on our phone calls, all that kind of stuff. That's that's a legitimate deal. Um, but they're not going to listen to this every Joe Schmo unless there's some good reason for them to tap into your phone lines and listen to you. There's no, it's not going to happen. But uh, this this kid, I mean, he thought the government was always listening to him. So much so that one day he was telling mm-hmm. us something and he takes his phone and he just chucks it like 20, 30 foot away. And then he start, <laughs> then, then, then he continues to talk to us about what he was talking about. And I was oh like, all right. <laughs> so, you know, you know, and, and don't, don't get me wrong. There is, there's the government is shady. <laughs> so they're oh, they're they're not that. just a bunch of saints over there. Um so yeah, but I'm saying it I don't think that they can turn the sun on and off. And uh are they probably <laughs> listening? Yeah, there's probably some truth to that. They probably listen to you know you know, it's just hard to I don't know. We waste our money enough as as a US government. It wouldn't surprise me if we were wasting money to pay somebody, some Joe Schmo. Uh, sitting behind a desk, listening to a whole bunch of useless conversations. 
<laughs> I don't know. Much. Maybe they've got a robot that does that now. I don't know. Mm, there ain't no telling. There ain't no telling. Like they're probably listening right now. They probably tapped into our podcast. <laughs> oh heck! Oh no no! Oh so I got to tell you, I have I have been wondering that because uh, we do have a considerable following in Washington D.C. It's it's surprising how many. Uh, like last month, really? there was the most downloads. Yeah, last month the most downloads was from Washington D.C. It's like, hmm. you know, well, at least the desperate. at least the word of God is reaching our <laughs> nation's <laughs> capital. I guess. Yeah. Well, I hope the goober listener who run this country is listening to it as well. Maybe he's one of the listeners. Heck, who knows? <laughs> I'm I'm not wondering. I'm not wondering if that podcast episode that I uh, titled "It's the Government Cold." Uh, maybe <laughs> could have ruffled some feathers. I don't know. <laughs> That's when they started listening. Was when I ca- when yeah. I called the Rona uh, government cold. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they heard that. They oh, they 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 flagged the podcast. They're like, oh, we got to listen to these guys. They, yep, there there could be something here. <laughs> <laughs> nope, oh, just a whole shit. lot of Jesus. Just a whole lot of Jesus. If you don't like that, keep on rolling. That's funny. No, we want them to listen. They can listen all they want. They need them. They need them too. Oh, they absolutely do. Uh, but if they don't like it, uh, listen anyway. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So last week I tried to, uh, and I say tried. Okay. That's the kind of the frustrating part. Is last week I said uh, I was going fishing over the weekend, and I did. <clears throat> I didn't, of course, get what I was going after. I caught a little bitty trout. Um, I had a buddy of mine come with me, and he he did all right. He caught a little bass, and um, I think he caught another uh, little carp of some sort. But anyway, fishing here mm-hmm. is not quite as good as it is, like, for, like, say, Texas. Texas got phenomenal fishing. Arkansas phenomenal fishing you know we we like i said when we got back from arkansas we caught more fish there in two hours than we have here in the whole time we've lived here and uh (laughs) that still held true on free fishing day uh we didn't catch much the only thing we caught was a bunch of we came back smelling like fish but that was because of our um because of the bait that we were using what are you doing marshall i'm trying to fix this wire it's in my way there's a whole that's a whole lot of noise okay all right but anyway we, <laughs> gives, we came back smelling a podcast like character yeah <laughs> but you know it, it was so warm down there that i was uh, that our my bait fish that uh, of course it was frozen stuff it just started like mushing out i couldn't keep it on the hook um mm. And, but while we were fishing down there, here's the story. And it's kind of a sad story. And, uh, we're fishing down there, you know, just probably 30 minutes from the house. And I say down because you have to go down to the river. You have to go up the mountain, down the mountain and to the river and over the, you know, over the river and through the woods. And (laughs) we're, we're sitting down there. Yeah, Exactly. And we see cop cars, we see ambulances and stuff. I didn't find out till the next day. Come to find out, there was a car that went off the road into the river. Now, the rivers are still kind of high right now. It was a little high. To That's probably why we didn't do so well fishing either. It was because the, the water was still um, a little too high to be fishing the hole that we were fishing. And um, come to find out, this carload of people um, ended up wrecking into the, into the water and they they only were noticed because the family that was expecting them in Spokane, uh, they didn't get there on time. And they so they called for missing persons. Well, then this car was flipped over in the river or something of the sort. Anyway, all of them ended up dying. It was a like uh, an adult and three kids, three or four kids. Anyway, sad story. But I mean, oh, it was man. was not far from where we were fishing. Come to find out. Uh, and it's like, oh, holy man. crap, you know, this thing. Yeah. So 
um, I guess all of you listening, be praying for that family. It's a, that's a tragic loss. I, I don't know the finer details of it and why it happened, but it was, you know, it's a pretty wide spot wow. in the road. Um, it was said that they were traveling from Idaho here back to Washington. And um, I don't know, I guess we can speculate the fact that maybe somebody got tired and uh, you know, they ran off the road, but it, mm. man, I tell you what, these rivers, they, they, they can be so bad. They can kill you in an instant, you know? Oh yeah. Absolutely. It happens. It happens often. Yeah. Yep. If, if, uh, if you don't know what you're doing or you're not prepared for stuff, especially when you're on a river, uh, it can, they can turn South really quick. You just gotta be, gotta be super safe. Gotta be careful. Uh, but that's sad about that family. Yep. I hate to hear that. That's that's rough. I know it. Well, speaking of being prepared, let's get into our Bible study for tonight, huh? Let's let's do that. Let's just jump right in. <laughs> so we're going over uh, Luke chapter seventeen, and I, I'm going to forewarn everybody and you, Marshall, that we are not going to make it through it. And plus, I guess we just uh, do owe our audience a uh, little reprieve from last week's long <laughs> episode. So <laughs> so before we get into this, Aaron, I have to say that I am not as prepared for this as I'm sure you are. I have been more prepared for podcasts in the past, but I have to admit, I did read through it several times. I didn't take any notes. I mm-hmm. just I highlighted some things, marked a few things. So with that being said... I have to ask for your forgiveness. Well, I forgive you. And and funny thing you say, we are Thank I will you. forgive you, you over and over again <laughs> as what we're going <laughs> to learn about in this chapter. <laughs> Man, I no, appreciate No, that's that. all right. All right. So, yeah, let's get into verse 1. Jesus is talking to his disciples and uh he's talking about stumbling blocks, which stumbling blocks are um Okay, well, I'm going to read, I'm just going to read verse 1. I was just going over my notes here real quick to see what um, I had. But anyway, I, uh, stumbling blocks are temptations and they're traps set to lure uh, somebody into sin, lure one into sin. And uh, they are sure to come, but woe, judgment is coming to him through whom they come. So what Jesus is saying here is offenses will certainly come, or... It's impossible. Mm-hmm. Some translations uh, say it is impossible. I'm sure NIV puts it this way. It's impossible for offenses not to come, right? Yeah, it says, Jesus has said to the disciples, uh, things that cause people to sin are bound to come, uh, but woe to that person through whom they come. That's just that first, first right. verse in that chapter, but yeah. I wanted to break down the meaning of that. So uh, in this life, we we live in, in this life we live um just like it was back then there are going to be those people that cause believers to be offended okay we see that in today's mm-hmm. society with this whole i mean i'm sure you've heard marshall about the target uh debacle and this whole bud light oh, yeah. issue that's going on the the pride agenda you know and so on the, the list is is sadly endless due to living in a uh, sinful and broken world. Absolutely. And it is, it's those of the world that could cause someone to stumble in sin. But the second part of this uh, verse one here is uh, that is woe to um, the one through whom they come, through whom those stumbling yeah. blocks come. So just like if yeah. you, if you look at, Marshall, look up John uh, chapter fifteen, verse nineteen, real quick, and um, and I want you to read this after I make this statement here, because you, you we're talking about woe to the person through whom those uh, stumbling blocks come, and so just like Jesus taught us in in this verse that Marshall's getting ready to le- read, and we are to be in the world but not of the world. Yep. Now we can we can back that up by reading John chapter fifteen verse nineteen, and what and uh, read that for me real quick. So it says John. He said John in John fifteen nineteen. It says, "If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. 
That is why the world hates you. Yeah, we're, we're called mm-hmm. to be not of this world, to live in it, but not be of it. Yep. And so we don't want to be like those of the world. And we want to be the reason fellow believers, or sorry, and uh, in, we don't want to be the reason fellow believers fall into sin. Mm-hmm. So what is what have we've learned going through all of this and learning about what Jesus taught us? And, you know, we are to, we are to love, we're under the new commandment to love God and love our neighbor. We need to let God judge those who are of the world. Yeah. And then, oh, okay. So I finally got to it in my notes here. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Finish what you're going to say. No, uh, go ahead because we're, we're still kind of, we're still kind of munching on, uh, verse one here. A little bit. Um, so anyway, well, what I was going to say is, is going to talk about a one through three. So if you want oh, much okay. more on one, because I had, <laughs> I do because, well, because um, in my notes here, I don't know why I put it so dang far down in there. Of course, you know when I'm making these notes, I'm just like I'm going to town. You know, I'm reading, I'm looking at commentary, I'm just writing, and I'm not thinking about where I'm placing things. And because uh, yeah. it says, I, I go ahead and say, I reiterate myself because in some translations it says, woe to the person through whom uh, those offenses come. Now, what I did was um, the ancient Greek word for offenses, because I wanted to, some of those translations do, do say offenses, is a scan. I'm going to butcher this word too. Uh, scandalon. Scandalon. Mm-hmm. which is the, the meaning of that uh, of that that uh, ancient Greek word is bent stick and it was normally used for getting tra- uh, for setting traps so it can yep. also mean stumbling block or something that people trip over so yeah. either way you look at it an offense or a stumbling block is is a trap it's a yep. it's a, something that you're gonna trip over whether that's uh Physically or or uh, spiritually, right? Or personally, however you want to look at it, it's it's something that. So this word can be used. This uh, scan, scandalon, um, can be used in a good context. There are times throughout the scriptures that it is that it can be used in a good context, but in this in, in this instance, scandalon is used as a negative connotation. And it's to describe yeah. false counsel or purposely leading a fellow brother or sister to sin. Mm-hmm. So, just fun facts, I guess. Yeah, it is. It is interesting. I, I read that earlier that that word uh, scandalon that you were talking about. Because um, I went to that that website you told me to go to, <clears throat> so I started reading through that and I saw that and I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, yeah, but it's anyway. pretty cool. It's you know the stuff. You know, yeah, the study material that I use is uh, is, is very informative, and I, and of course I try to uh, kind of take it and put it a lot of it into the like my own words and you know and try and you know take a little bit out of everything. But uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, go on, Marshall. Let's uh, let's uh, let's talk about this one through three. Yes. Let me uh, hang on. Okay. I do want to say. So, um, Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was Go just going to, while you were looking that up, I was going to say it, it's, it's already, it's already apparent that people are going to stumble. Okay. Absolutely. And, you know, they're going to, people are going to mess up, but you don't want to be that person to put that stumbling block in someone else's right. way. Mm-hmm. And as we, as we get into this verse two, I don't know what you're getting ready to cover here, Marshall, but but like like we said last week, our our duties as fellow believers are believers are to protect the fruits of the spirit, or I mean, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. they are to project the fruits of the spirit, which are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, self control, goodness, and gentleness. Under the new covenant that Jesus established, is to love God and love your neighbor. If you're not living in a way to further God's kingdom, what good are you? So the same, we we made that comment last podcast, and the same carries over to what Jesus is saying here. So that being said, uh, go on, Marshall. No, so I wanted to read my little excerpt down at the bottom that explains 
17, one through three. And I feel like where this goes is a little bit different than what we've been talking about um, just in that first little verse of, se- of mm-hmm. chapter 17. So I'm going to read it and uh, you know we, we can keep going into two and three like you want to do, but this is just a little bit different, uh, I think, perspective maybe. Maybe I just misunderstanding it, but let me read it. It says, uh, Jesus warned about God's wrath for those who offend, abuse, or lead astray the little ones. Jesus warns off any predators who would hurt children in any way. How appropriate such a warning is in this day when corruption enters our homes every day in many television programs or on the internet. While Christians must guard against physical Mm -hmm. abuse, they also must be aware of and work against the mental and spiritual corruption that unfiltered television and unsupervised internet surfing can bring. Jesus' warning envisions an additional group. However, the little ones can be new disciples. Indifference to the training and treatment of new Christians can leave them theologically vulnerable. Make the follow-through care of recent converts and new members a high priority in your church. So um, it's really kind of a different perspective on that one through three and then kind of what we were going through there. But I really like that. Yeah, I do too. And, you know, it's like I, in my studies, I found that there was a more commonality um, with that word little ones, which we'll get into. Um, I'm glad you came back around. I'm, I'm glad that that came back around to that, but yeah. um, the little ones, we'll get into that here in just a minute. Because it, uh, when you first started out, I was like, "Oh man, that's that's a little different than what I found commonly throughout um, studying for this podcast this evening." Yeah. So um, oh, I know it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's why when I was when I was listening to what you had found and what I read, but what you'd show me earlier, and then I read that, I was like, "That's a lot different." It has a lot of just different stuff that's that it's saying or different perspective, maybe. Um, so anyway, yeah. Yeah. So as we as we get into verse 2, if you're the one causing fellow believers to stumble, like it says here in verse 2, you're of no uh, it would be better for him if uh it would be better for him if a millstone as large as one turned by a donkey were hung around his neck and he were hur- and he were hurled into the sea than for him to cause one of these little ones to stumble in sin and lose faith. That is some strong words. It's it goes along the lines of what we were saying is if you're causing other people to stumble and lose faith, you're of no more use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said before, let God be the judge, not you. You are only here as you as a believer are only here to show God's love. Yeah. You're not you're not here to be the judge or the executioner. Yep. And so so okay, now we're getting into these in, into the little ones, and I I have this, um, I, I what I wrote down in my notes here is little ones often taken out of context, thinking that Jesus is talking about actual children. But if you think about it, if you go back and think about it, uh, we are all God's children. So why yeah. wouldn't He refer to us as all little children? Yes, He is talking about little children, which is why I didn't immediately disagree with what your little subcontext said, Marshall. Was because, mm-hmm. yeah, He's talking about little children, but He's also talking about those new believers. He's also talking about all of us. Yep. You know, because I'm not saying that I'm, I'm not at all saying that children aren't important by any means. I have five mm-hmm. of them, <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is is just that, is that we are all God's children. So in this part of the verse, Jesus is talking about all of us who are believers. Yeah. As we move into, as it, we're, we're kind of, we're just trucking along here. Moving into uh, verse three, I want you, I want you to remember the, you know, your fruits of the Spirit, because we're, we're getting into a, more of that in, coming up into here well now what i want to do though before we get into uh verses three and four well let me read three so pay attention always be on guard looking out for one another if your brother sins and disregards god's precepts solemnly warn him and if he repents and changes forgive him we touched on that just a second ago marshall yeah (laughs) 
even if he sins yeah. against you seven times a day and returns to you. Hold on, I lost my spot because I wanted to look at how far I wanted to go. And returns to you seven times and says, I repent. You must forgive him. That is, give up resentment, consider the offense recalled, and annulled. Okay? Now, Marshall, look up Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25. Ephesians 4, 25. Let's see. I, I, I had to do that because I, I had to take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. All right. Therefore, this is Ephesians 4.25. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we will, we are all members of one body. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. It doesn't use, do you see the, do you see the uh, contrast or not the contrast, uh, how, how it kind of lines up with what Jesus is talking about here that, Pay right. attention. Always be on guard. You know, we we can't simply walk through a life with a chip on our shoulder for every little thing that's committed against us, right? We right. do. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We're all guilty of it. Yeah. And you know, the the key part of this of this verse though is uh that you know, the person who offended you or that um the, you know, that that brother that uh, let me find it sinned against you. He's got to come to you as well. It's it's up to it, it takes two. It, it it does take two. And you know something else I want to point out is you know when 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 you are going to rebuke somebody for for their sin or or whatever it is they're doing, it, I think it's really important to to ask yourself a couple of questions. One, do you love the person? And two, are you willing to forgive that person? Because mm-hmm. unless the rebuke is tied to forgiveness uh it, it's not going to help the sinning person a whole lot if you're just rebuking the person and essentially shunning them for what they're doing and you're not truly forgiving them uh i don't think that's going to help a whole lot so you know ask yourself that if you're going to go off start rebuking a bunch of people uh question yourself do you love them do you you better check yourself before you wreck yourself just as the old That's adage I'm talking goes, about. right? <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. And I said, I said, you can't simply walk around with a chip on your shoulder for every little thing that's committed against us. You know, that's why, Marshall, you see uh, depression rates are so high. The suicide rates are sky high. And it's because the people for, you know, because people forget what God's word teaches us. And it's to delight in the good and the bad times through praises mm-hmm. and offenses. So yep. take those wrongs done to you and learn from them. Learn how to better yourself. Learn how to act more like Jesus. How would Jesus handle this situation? Love mm-hmm. is the key here. If you love your brother, you will be honest with them, like we read in Ephesians, and duly, like it says in verses 3 and 4 here, Pay attention and always be on guard. And, you know, we we read it earlier. But you got to make known to them that they messed up. But in love, forgive them no matter how many times. So yep. be honest with them. Marshall, you done messed up, dude. Ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> I gum. <laughs> but I forgive you. You know. Ah, oh, And it's. Actually, and I, I was also, a little worried there for a minute. You can also take out of this that it's a daily struggle. It really is. It, oh, you yeah. got to. That's why Jesus says, "Forgive and keep forgiving." Seven. Okay, so yeah, I have that. I'm I'm going into my rambling here because I had in my notes it says, "Remember, you're a sinner too. <laughs> you mm-hmm. often mess up." And you know, in the notes, you often write, you know, any of you that study or whatever. Hold on a second. <coughs> You often write notes to yourself. It's like, oh, remember, you're a sinner too, and you mess up too. So, mm-hmm. you know, God continues to forgive. So why wouldn't we all want to be reflections of our Father in heaven, right? Yeah, yeah. don't go walking around thinking you're all holier than thou, you know, just rebuking people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that ain't how it works, all right? That ain't how it works. And we get... We we get into that here in just a minute. <laughs> you know, so we want to be reflections of our Father in heaven. We want to forgive like He forgives. 
So which is why Jesus goes on in verse 4 to say that, you know, even if he sins against you seven times a day, returns to you seven times and says, I repent, you must forgive him. Mm -hmm. The number seven, Marshall, do you know what the number seven means? It's, uh, is it like the, like, like, like completeness or like, gosh, I forgot. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's spiritual completeness. Yeah, it's spiritual completeness. Yes. Mm, I learned something in Bible <laughs> study school. <laughs> I'm sorry, youth camp. Yeah, right. <laughs> youth camp, right? <laughs> you know, him. Jesus using this wording here doesn't mean that you should be keeping track and that you should be counting out how many times these sins are against you, and uh, and then you just stop after seven. It, it means until it's complete. The uh, yeah, don't don't hold a grudge. Should yeah, forgiveness should be granted unendingly. That's why he used the seven. So that the mm-hmm. two main uh, two of the main things we as believers should have is faith and love, and that's why you hear us talk about that a lot on here um, so often because it's the foundation of which we stand in our relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. All right, so let's see here, verse 5. Before I read verse 5, you know, where Jesus is setting uh, this really high standard. Oh, yeah. And uh, and the apostles are—we're seeing the apostles' reaction to this, this high standard that he's, uh, that he's setting, and they're, they're going to be asking for more faith, okay? So 5 says—you uh, want to go ahead and read it? It says, The apostles said to the Lord— Increase our faith. Increase our faith. That's it. What does that mean to you? When somebody says, I, I, I just want to increase my faith. I just want to, uh, I wish I had more faith. Do you find yourself asking that same question? Uh, You know, honestly, I can't say that I've really caught myself. Well, no, actually I have. No, I, I have. I have. I, I've prayed before. Uh, now that I think about it for a second, that you know that that would have more faith and trust in the Lord with different aspects of my life or whatever it is I might be going through in that season of my life. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. So, you know, with this, with what Jesus was talking about through these first few verses, and um, the apostles picking up on what what he's dropping down here. You know, if, if if you are truly, if we were to are truly going to live, live out this, uh, what Jesus is teaching us, especially on the basis of never ending forgiveness for our brothers, uh, you're going to need an extraordinary amount of faith. And that's what they're, they're yep. recognizing this. They're recognizing this right off the back. They're like, I, I can't, I'm going to need a lot more faith than what I got to be able to do this. Oh, yeah. How am I going to forgive those people that want to persecute me? How am I going to forgive those people who want to rob and murder me? Yeah. Well, it was, it was, you know, they, they realized that was, that was some radical forgiveness and they didn't have the faith for it. They're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, it's, I don't see how that's going to be possible. Right. So as we, as he goes into verse six here, the Lord says, if you have confident abiding faith, in God, even a, as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, which has very strong roots, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea. And if the request was in agreement with the will of God, that's important, you know, because it has the request got to be uh, in line with God's will, um, it would have obeyed you. Okay, I'm going to get into this, unless, Marshall, I don't want to overstep you here. So... Because I got, I got some more little fun facts here, but I wanted to drive home a point. Well, I'm afraid if I say read, but I'm going to read down here, uh, it may spoil what you're going to say. So go ahead and say what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so even I, I wanted to make a point of that even just a little bit of faith can impact it, what he's saying here. This is what Jesus is saying here, that even just a little bit of faith can impact your life and others in mighty ways. Mm-hmm. Think about it. If you had complete unwavering faith, how God could use you for your kingdom. Yeah. Yep. It's hard to do. And so think about this. 
and here's here's our little fun fact for this uh for this verse this uh, this mulberry tree that he's talking about it was thought to be very strong and it it mulberry trees grew they can grow up to 39 feet listen how big this is they can grow up to 39 feet tall and up to 49 feet wide with many uh lateral their their root systems grow laterally and and then they send down small sinker roots uh downward hold on hold on just a second we got to take a break all right yeah okay all right so we're back we're back um i was going into a little fun fact about mulberry trees you know okay so i think i left off you know they send out these lateral uh roots and they send these sinker roots down so you can imagine uh how strong of a tree this is it's also said that the mulberry tree could stay rooted for 600 years that's that a long crazy? time that's yeah. just, so that's, just, that's old yeah yeah, so what Jesus is teaching here is that if you have faith as small as one mustard seed, which, another fun fact, we know is extremely small, and to uh, to be exact, it's 2.5 millimeters or 0.1 inches in diameter. Mm, itty bitty. If you had faith as small as that, you could tell that mulberry tree to uproot itself and be planted elsewhere. Obviously, he's talking about how a little bit of faith can can produce a lot. You know, that can, yeah. a little bit of faith can do a lot. Yep. You know, I want to, I, I want to read something real quick before we go in too much deeper. Mm-hmm. And, it, and this little, this little excerpt in here, and I know I, I read these little excerpts, whatever you want to call them, explanations, um, but they're always so good and <laughs> they, 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 they do break it down really well, but I always love what they have to say and the questions they have to ask because it really gets you to thinking. And I think that's good for us and the listeners uh, to hear this stuff, but it says the disciples request was genuine. Like their, their request for that faith, for more faith, it was genuine. Um, they wanted mm-hmm. the, the necessary faith uh, for such radical forgiveness, but Jesus didn't directly answer their question because the amount of faith is not as important as it's genuineness. That it, you know, it, mm. it's gotta be genuine. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be, real from the heart. Like it's not just, you know, just no, a little bit of faith. No, it's got to be genuine. You got to really mean it. And something else I want to point out is, you know, it says, what is faith? And faith is a total dependence on God and a willingness to do his will. Faith is not just something that we can put on show for others. It has to be complete and humble obedience uh, to God's will and his readiness to do whatever he calls us to do. And then it says the amount of faith isn't as important as the right kind of faith. Faith is mm. in <laughs> our all-powerful God. I really liked that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. It was good stuff. I had that in my notes. I said it, <laughs> I had it, almost that exact wording. It's more about the, what kind of faith you have as opposed to the amount of faith you have. And then, of course, I put in big, bold letters and stars next to it that faith is powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Does it, you know, it's what hundred. Just at, at some point during the study, it, it was, it, it's, I, you know, you just you get to recognizing it. Faith, faith is important, and it's powerful. Well, let me, let me, let me give you all a story, and this is a true story. It happened to me, uh, and it, it is all about faith. Several years ago, I worked for ministry, and uh, we did a lot of different things. One of the main things that we did that I was hired for was we went on mission trips to India. And the very first trip mm-hmm. that I went on, we were, it was, it was at the end, we were there for two weeks. And at the end of our two weeks, we're back in Hyderabad, India, and we're getting ready to, we're at the airport and we're waiting to board our plane. Well, all of a sudden, my lower back just starts killing me. And mm-hmm. it just felt like something was not in place. Something was like, I needed to go see a chiropractor. It was, it was, I was miserable. And, I, I, we were all together, kind of grouped up, kind of hanging out, just chilling, waiting to board our plane. And I just walked away. I got up and I walked away. I went to a corner by this wall and I just stood there and I started praying and I just said, God, I said, there is no way that I can go on this 20 hour flight, 20 mm-hmm. plus hour flight back to the United States in this kind of pain. I said, I can't do it. I said, you have got 
to take away this pain. You've got to heal me because I cannot do this. And I kid you not, as soon as I prayed that prayer, that pain went away, gone. And that whole entire trip, I was oh, just right. fine. So having that faith, and, it, and it, it, wasn't, it wasn't just like, hey, God, do this. No, it was like, that was from my heart. And it was a genuine, I am in pain. I cannot do this. Only you can heal me. And I know that only you can heal me. Please do it. And he did. And, uh, so, yeah. you know, it, that, that genuine faith is, it's, it's true. It's real. It's gotta be genuine from your heart. Yep. A story makes me think of, uh, how, how does one go about increasing your faith? How, so do you want, you want to increase your faith? You have to use your faith. You have to, as, as with anything that, that takes a skill, faith is a skill you have to practice that faith and it will grow. Yeah, you do. Yep. And as we as we uh, finish out verse 6 here, you, you may have deep-rooted, what Jesus is, is getting at here is you may have deep-rooted uh, resentment, unforgiven, uh, unforgiveness, bitterness, hatred, so on. But through faith, through that faith that we're talking about, Jesus can, can rip those roots right out. So that's what you just need to do is you lean, lean on Jesus. Mm-hmm. Just like you, Marshall, you had full faith that God and only God could heal you, could, could relieve that pain in that moment for yeah. you to continue on. Yep. 100%. I, I, I knew there was something I could do about it. And I, I, I was worried guys. I mean, I was serious. I was scared. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm about to go on like a 20 plus hour flight. There is no way I'm going to make it. Like I'm going <laughs> to, I might as well just stay in India. I was like, I, I, I need to go to a doctor. <laughs> it was bad. Like I was, I was extremely uncomfortable. I wasn't dying or anything, but I was just, I was uncomfortable. It was, it was not fun. Yeah. So Marshall, we're going to switch gears here. Uh, Jesus is going into a, a, a parable, a, another parable, and it, it's like a mini parable, but we're, we're switching gears. You, you have faith now. Now, what are you what are you called to do? What is your duty to do? And he's going to go into this parable in verse 7, which of you has a servant plowing or tending sheep will say to him when he comes in from the field, come at once and sit down and eat. Will he not instead say to him? So you, it's he's talking about you know a, a between interaction between a master and a, and a servant. Will he not instead say to him, prepare something for me to eat and appropriately clothe yourself, clothe yourself for service and serve me while I eat and drink. And then after afterward, you may eat and drink. I'm going to stop there because we have faith. Now, what do we have to, what do we have to remember? We got to remember that we are servants. Jesus came on this earth to serve. And so why we should follow in his example, our servanthood is to the Lord. That's why, and, or and and that's our duty until he calls us home, or you know another way to put it is re- till he releases us from duty. But my point in making that statement is that we are to serve our Lord until he's done with us, and we all know that our our duty doesn't end until we're dead, until we set this earthly tent aside. Yeah, and even then, we we continue to serve him in eternity in heaven. Yeah. It's it's really yeah. So it's ending. a it it's never ending. You're right, <laughs> and there's no quitting. Just like this servant, the, these servants that you know, this servant that he is in here. There's no quitting when it gets hard. Mm-hmm. There there is and always will be work to do, and we should yeah. we as believers should want to serve Jesus because of the sacrifice he made, in which we will never come close to repaying. Yep. So so what do we do? What are we called to do? Put your head Sir. down. Yeah. Yeah. Put your head down and get to work. There's still people to forgive, and there are, there are still uh, great works of faith to be done. It's not over. It's far from over. So you can't slack up now. It's far from over, and we're called to serve. But let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. When you're called to serve, do you sometimes feel that you, do you, sometimes feel that you deserve extra credit for serving God? I would say that in in our flesh, in our sinful bodies, yeah, 
You do want. You see that a lot today too. You see that mm-hmm. um, people wanting. You know, it's, it's like a participation award. Everybody gets right. an award at the end of the game. You know, no, that's not the way it is. You you no. you were just doing what you were there to do. Just like yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know where you're. I know where you're getting at. We're getting into verse nine here, <laughs> but uh, but you're right. No, am I guilty of of thinking that I wanted a pat on the back? Yeah, I'm. I'm a sinner, just like the rest of everybody. We yeah. we want to feel good about what we are doing for the Lord, but what is the truth of the matter? Is he? That's what's expected of us. Mm-hmm. Read verse nine real quick. Yeah, so verse 9 says, doo, 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 where is it at? Okay, there it is. Would he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? Would he, think about that. Would he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? Mm-hmm. Would he? he has no reason. Jesus has no reason to thank us. Yeah. <laughs> no matter, here, here's, here, here's the truth of the matter. No matter what you've done for the Lord in your life, Jesus's sacrifice on the cross for our sins trumps all of that. Mm-hmm. So to say he doesn't have any reason to thank us. Everything we do and everything we have comes from him anyway. I mean, think about it. <laughs> it's kind of cocky. You 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 go and you you serve the Lord, you do something for him, and then you stop. And just just picture Jesus is like following you around and he's just standing right next to you and you're out serving people. You're doing the Lord's work and you're like, yes, I did it. I served you, God. And you turn to Jesus and, you, and you're like, you just stop and you pause and you stare at him. And he's like, he's like, what? And you say, well, he, he points to them scars. Me? He points to them scars yeah. on his hand. <laughs> yeah. You go, and, and, and you ask Jesus and you say, well, well aren't you going to thank me? <laughs> he goes, yeah, exactly. He goes, he opens his hands and he looks at his feet and then he stares back at you in silence and, and you're just like, oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> you know, yeah, good I mean, point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, it's like I said before, it's our duty. So it's, it's what we as believers are called to do. And we owe it yeah. to our Lord and Savior to serve Him faithfully and with gratitude, with no expectations of praise or thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and that's that's something else is to remember that your your obedience is not. Uh, re- remember that obedience is not something extra we do; it is our duty. Like 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 Aaron, like Aaron was saying there, Jesus is not rendering our service as meaningless or useless. I like this. Nor is he doing away with rewards. He is attacking unwarranted self-esteem and spiritual pride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, all that to say, and here's the little pick-me-up at the end of all this, okay? All that being said, that it's our duty. It's what we're supposed to do. We shouldn't expect the thanks. But here's, here's what we can look forward to. He will thank us. And we will be rewarded for being faithful servants. As it says in, read Matthew 25, verse 21. He also, he also, um, he also says it in verse 23 as well. But um, chapter 20, Matthew chapter 25, verse 21, it, he, he plainly tells us that he will, because that's, even though we were never even, we will never never come close to deserving his praise but the beauty of god's character we can we can all find peace and rest in that yep so, re- so matthew, matthew 20, 25 what is what does jesus tell us yeah so matthew 25 21 and this is jesus talking he says his master replied well done good and faithful servant you have been faithful with a few things i will put you in charge of many things Come and share your master's happiness. Mm-hmm. He is going to be happy with us. He is. He he does give us that promise that he is proud of what we've done in this life as as believers. Yep. But but you still have to remain. I, and I won't get into that because we're we're about to round this out. We're getting we're getting ready to be done with uh, this week's episode. Um, verse ten. So you too, when you have done everything that was assigned and commanded you say we are unworthy servants 
undeserving of praise or re- or reward, for we have not gone beyond our obligation. We have merely done what we ought to do. Mm-hmm. Jesus is rounding this out to say what he said, and that's describing humbleness. Yeah, be humble. Be careful. Be careful, though, to not get so big-headed that you forget that Jesus did it better. <laughs> you can't, you can't outdo the Lord. And if you think nope. you can, you are sadly mistaken. So it's it's very important, like Aaron said, and like he was reading, to be humble servants of the Lord. Don't get cocky. Don't get full of yourself. Don't be prideful because you think you are the best Christian in the world and you're holier than thou and you know all the scripture and you've studied it. You know, especially people who've who've been to school and seminary and you've done all the studying and you've done the work and all that. That's fantastic. And I'm glad we have people who, who do that kind of stuff. But be humble. Just because, you know, you're a teacher, preacher, pastor, whatever you are, doesn't mean that you're better than anybody else. You better no, check you're just doing your duty. You yourself. You're doing what you've been yeah. called to do to serve Jesus. Period. End of story. Yep. Well, and there's a whole lot more to that chapter, Marshall, but um, as it sits, we're, we need to end this week's episode. We'll come back to it because uh, there's there's just a whole lot more. This would be another two-hour, three-hour episode had we had gone through this whole chapter. So mm-hmm. we're leaving some we're leaving some good stuff for next week, but uh, yeah, I love it, man. It just it, it just keeps getting better. It does, like Aaron and I say all the time. You know, um, I've never really been one in the past in my life to dig into the Word of God and and look beyond the surface. Um, but doing this with Aaron and going through this podcast and going through the Scripture has really taught me and pushed me to dig deeper into God's Word. Um, especially when we're, even if it's just during these podcasts, uh, but I, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing it because I'm learning so much more. And so Aaron and I both really encourage all you guys who are listening, mm-hmm. guys and gals, um, to, to, and, we, and I know we say this a lot, but it's important to dig beyond the surface of, um, uh, you know, you don't usually find that, that gold just sitting there on top. Usually you got to dig a little bit deeper to get to it. Right. That diamond that's there, you usually got to <laughs> dig a little bit deeper to get it out. So dig a little bit deeper to get to the good stuff. Yep. Yep, for sure. So, all right. Well, that's that. That's this week's episode. Guys, if you are enjoying uh, listening to us and enjoying what we're uh, covering here, um, heck, it, it doesn't really matter. You know what you need to do? You need to share this episode, share this podcast with somebody. Um, get the word out. Help us spread the gospel of Jesus. Help us spread this good news. And the, the people are wanting it. People want to hear this stuff nowadays. They want to learn more about Jesus. They, they're, you, you, you see it all the time. So share us with somebody. And, uh, yep. and then, you know, you can listen to this anywhere. Um, Apple podcasts, Give us a good rating. Give us a good review on the on there. Uh, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Give us a good rating. Give us a good review. Um, you can find us on YouTube. Subscribe. Uh, you can like, leave comments there. Follow. We want to hear from you guys. Yeah. Yes. Go to mail at undauntedpursuit.com. Send us some emails. Ask us questions. Question us. Uh, if you just want to say hi, we'd love to hear from you guys. You want to chit chat, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, Go to our Facebook page, Twitter. Um, send us a little tweet, uh, retweet, uh, reshare on Facebook, like, follow, all that good stuff, guys. Look, we—it's not about who. Look at us, Marshall and Aaron, and not to pursue podcasts. No, it's about getting the word, the God, God's word out, there, the word of God out there. That's what this is about, and we can't do it by ourselves. We need y'all's help to get this pushed out and spread out around the world. Hey, as Christians, that's what we've been called to do by Jesus: is to go out into all the nations and spread the word. So that's what we're trying to do, but we need your help. Yep. Yep, that's good. That's good. Well, that rounds out this week's episode. Guys, thanks for listening. Um, This week's artist is Seek First, is who we're going to have at the end of this episode. It's uh, They'll be... They're a good group. 
I've liked the music that I've heard from them. And um, we want to give them a huge shout out, thank them for their music. And you can find all their links in the description, uh, in all the show notes. So go follow them, go support them. Any of these artists every week that we, that we put out there, they're, uh, they're, they're trying to do what we do here on this podcast through music. Mm -hmm. And who doesn't love music? So go support them, show your support and, and share their music with others as well. Not just this podcast, but share this music at the end here. So, um, check them out and, uh, you can find them on YouTube. Like I said, I'll put the links in the uh, description below. Guys, hey, thanks for listening to this week. We'll see you guys next time. Undone in Pursuit Podcast. Bye. Adios. Hold on. Hold on. Before we go, I just realized I have got to call an audible for this week. Um, Anthony Morris, a good friend of ours, he's a huge supporter of this podcast and has provided so much great music. He's a, a great music artist, good songwriter. Um, I have nothing bad to say about any of his music. And I'm sorry, Seek First, we were going to use you this week. Um, I promise you we will get you next week, but I'm calling an audible because I just have to get Anthony Morris's new song, Crashing Down, which released, come to find out, just last week. And I apologize, Anthony, if I forgot that you are dropping a new uh, single this, uh, this week. Uh, but hey... That's the beauty of this whole podcast thing is that we can we can do an audible and here we go. So everybody check out and enjoy Anthony Morris's new single streaming on all platforms as of last Friday, as of Friday. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. I know I did and you can find all of his links below. Check him out, support him. He supports us so much and we appreciate everything that all of his music that he allows us to use and we want you to go and show your support as well so again thank you for listening to Undone Pursuit Podcast we'll see you next time bye now I've been scared to write words on a page but that's where I find myself today today all my thoughts Second place to my words feel staring me in the face when it all comes crashing down. I'll plant my feet on your solid ground.
Crashing down.